What's going on, everyone? I'm Marcos. And I'm Paul. And we put the P and the M in the, the Hot Salsa Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm excited today. I'm Marcos. And I'm Paul. And we have a special guest today. Um, her name is Peyton Snodderly. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks, guys. So tell us, you know, I've, I've uh, known you briefly, but since I've known you, I've been very impressed with the entrepreneur that you are, which is why we wanted you to come on to talk about you and your success and all the things that you're doing. But tell me, before we get into all of that, where are you from? Are you from Arizona? I am, yes. What? Born and raised. Yeah. A native? Yes. Oh, I wow. know, it's a rare breed out there, there's but like, I am from Arizona. There's like two of us. Marcus, <laughs> yeah. you're not alone in this world anymore. Thank God, finally. You're from here too? Uh, I oh, am. Oh, well, you learn something new every day. Wow, well, I'm uh, the one that's out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we're glad to have you. Yeah, I'm Yeah, third wheel today, I guess. <laughs> it's, <okay. laughs> it's all right. No, but so I'm glad to hear that you're from Arizona. Where, where in Arizona are you from? Are you from here in the valley and what part? Or? Uh, Peoria. Peoria, so yes, born and raised. yeah. Ah, okay, that makes a lot of sense and yeah. a lot of things we're going to talk about and why you um, kind of run that side of town. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. So, um, what um, I, I already know because I'm a part of some of the, I partner with you in a lot of different things that you do, um, but talk to the audience about um, your business, What what is your title, what is it um, that you do and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so I run PSI Love AZ, which is my blanket business, and then I have Park West Market at 99th Avenue in Northern, and the Little Squeeze AZ, which is a business that I started for my kids so they can sell lemonade at all of our events, which is super fun, teaching them entrepreneurship and how important it is, all the you know highs and lows of that. That lemonade is good, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and her kids are actually excellent sales uh, people. I mean, wow. They get me every time. You know, <laughs> me I, too. I, get <laughs> yeah. I go there and I'm like, I'm going to get one lemonade. I walk, around with, I walk away with five different lemonades that day. I mean, a couple of them, I might put a couple alcoholic beverages in, but, you know, I give the rest We're of not here food. to judge. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I do that. the same. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good. Yeah, so I, I, um, I just recently started working with you, and um, I've been impressed so far with um, a lot, like how you run a lot of the events that you do. Um, and you know, so one of the ones that you mentioned was Park West. I think that was the first one that I yeah. got to be a part of. And I know you've been doing it for a while. Working oh yeah, with her. a long time. Yeah, uh, but my she, guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Paul's man. He's my guy too. We've been known Peyton for about nine years now. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. I've been a long while. I mean, I watched her grow, and yeah, she's run a tremendous business. It's a very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, that's ab- a lot. <laughs> absolutely, I've been impressed. So you know, before we get into um, some of the I guess the way that you run business, like I said, I've been very impressed with. Um, how did you like? How did you get into this? How did you start running events, being an event, uh, like a management company, essentially? Yeah, yeah. So I actually worked for another company for a long time, and I just found my passion and my purpose in life, and I really love doing what I what I do. You know, mm-hmm. it it matters a lot to me to be able to support small business and watch them grow and be a small part of their journey. And um, when that relationship ended, I had a lot of opportunities present themselves to me. And I chose to leap on that. And it was a tough decision because it's a lot. But I really, you know, I'm glad I did because I don't think I would be happy doing anything else in this world. You know, it's just, it's what makes me happy. So I've been doing it for three years on my own now. And it's just continuously growing, which is awesome. I love to hear that. Uh, yeah, I've seen it firsthand. I mean, most of the time when you get a chance to talk to Peyton, if you want to find where you both set up at, she's walking around 100 miles per hour. How many steps do you get in a day? That's all I want to know. Because <laughs> like, it's 
I'm telling you, Marcos, you, you got to be in shape to keep up with Peyton. Like, I mean, there's time I got to jog behind her to catch up with her. <laughs> I, I've yeah. seen it, and I don't even try. I'm just like, hey, when you got a chance, I'll be here. I got something to say, but you just continue doing your thing. <laughs> you know? Three years later, yeah. I get to you and say, okay, you were problem number 100. Let's go. Exactly, <laughs> exactly yeah. No, I've been very impressed with that. Um, and so you started with, um, I think, did you, you created Park West, or did you, like, you started Park West, the concept, you established the relationship. How did that yeah, so like I said, so I worked for another company for a long time, um, and they had moved the location from Park West. Oh. So Park West was looking for somebody to come in and start a market again, yeah. and they reached out to me, and we've just created a really good relationship. And so I, again, I jumped on that opportunity, and um, I've changed a lot of things about the way that the market operated, and it's been a really good blessing. Yeah, good one. Yeah, no, Park West is probably one of my favorite markets. I actually, that's one of the ones that I kind of <laughs> go sit at myself because I'm like, this is this is a lot of fun. It's a the good vibe is right. The vibe is right. It is. Absolutely. It's number one most important thing to me is the vibe for sure. So, Peyton, tell me, let's, ask about, let's talk about these two-a-days you do. So after you set up this, mar this, this market, you know, your market don't start at 9, so what time do you usually get at the market? I don't want to know. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to there, paint this picture well, of your day. Okay, so I get there at 4. So it's 4 a.m. people. Yes, okay. 4 a.m. And yeah. then there's times where you have a, a festival that you're doing right after. I mean, sometimes, you know, Pate's like, you know, I have one extra spot. You want to come and go to this festival? I'm, like, I'm exhausted already. I don't know how <laughs> you're doing it. And you got up before I did. Yeah. You know, so uh, how do you get through those days? Like those long days, you, you know, like one day I did an event with you. I think that event wasn't over to like... 11 at night, I believe. Mm. You yeah. know, you start at 4 a.m. Right. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's start. Let's see, let's yep. see how do you start your morning. So what's your morning routine? When That's you wake up I in the morning, uh, you know you got to be there at 4 a.m. set up. Yep. So uh, give me a brief. A glimpse. Yeah. yeah a life sure. of Peyton. Yes. So on Fridays, we make all the lemonade, make mm -hmm. sure we got all that situated, load the trailer. Um, by the time we get up, I mean, we haven't really slept, to be honest with you. So um, I get up at 3, we get coffee, get everything situated. Sometimes I bring my kiddos with me, so they're passed out in the back of the car. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we just get there and start rocking. To be honest, I really love what I do, so it doesn't feel like I'm, like, lacking sleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, it stinks sometimes because when you're not sleeping at all that night, it is kind of hard. But... But yeah, so get up super early, get there, do the whole thing, and then jump right to the next event. Sometimes I'm working 36 hours straight. There was a couple weekends like oh, that. Oh, wow. Where I had, yeah, there was event, um, a couple weekends last year where I had events back to back to back. Friday, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> no days off. No, no days off. No days off, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah, seven days a week, 365 days. Seriously. That's, that's impressive. Like, I think, you know, when I hear, you know, just kind of the normal people, Talk about being tired or normal. whatever. Yeah, the normal yes, people. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And I've tagged along, not the 36-hour you know journey, but I've tagged along for you know back-to-back -back with you before. I've only done yeah. one with you so far. Yeah. And it is tiring. Yeah. And you're up before us, and you're ending after us. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is impressive. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. It's tough sometimes. I mean, there are times that I have you know personal stuff going on, too, because... I'm a human being, so I have a lot of stuff right. that goes on with kids You're a human? and all that stuff. I know. <laughs> Shocking. I know. Um, yeah. I do think that that's tough. Like, I feel like, you know, I have a lot of normal struggles that everybody else has. And, you know, when you're running an event, you don't eat. That's another thing. You don't mm -hmm. eat. You don't have time to do that or drink water. And that affects how I can continue going throughout the day. But you just make it happen because you have to. Everybody's relying on you. You have hundreds of businesses mm -hmm. that are relying on you to get there, show up, and make it work. I mean, I've shown up sick. 
I've shown up with no sleep for days, but you just, you do it because everybody else needs you. Right. And I'm, I thrive on that, I guess. Yeah. No, yeah. I love you. And I appreciate it as a business owner, small business owner myself. That yeah. I, I appreciate that you do that because we do rely on you. Yeah. You know, you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to circle back to about like you like doing it for other small businesses and giving them an opportunity. Why yeah. is that? Why, why do you want to help other small businesses? I, I don't know. I just like I love my favorite thing ever is when we have a really successful event and somebody comes up with just the biggest smile on their face that they yeah. sold out or it was their best day that they've ever had in business. Yeah. And it just it fills my cup as a person mm -hmm. to be a part of somebody's successes and their joy. You know, what you're what I'm doing is helping bring happiness to people where I feel like a lot of us are lacking that, you know, life's tough. Mm -hmm. Life is really tough and owning a business is really hard. And, you know, you come up with so many different uh, obstacles and I want to be a part of helping people find a way to get over those obstacles and to continue doing what they love doing. Because at the end of the day, everybody is in this because they enjoy doing it and they love their business. And I want to help facilitate a place for them to make money, feed their families. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so important. There's so much that goes into it, but it brings me joy to be a small part of that. I love that. Love yeah. to hear that. Wow. Wow. You're like the mother of small business. <laughs> Try to be. Yeah, crushing it. Thanks. 36, 36 hours. Got crushing, <laughs> crushing it, number one. Crushing it, yeah. And that's what we're here to talk about, people that are out there, out there in the, in the economy, out there crushing it, and you are definitely one of those people. Thanks. So hats off to you. Um, you know, what? what's 2024 looking like for you in regard to, like, milestones, goals? Yeah. Where do you want to go with all this? So my goal this year was to create more... Um, festivals and larger scale events. So I did do that. I partner, or I guess I didn't partner anymore. I used to partner with people a lot last mm -hmm. year. And I've kind of decided that because I do 99% of the work that goes into it, I want to branch off on my own. It is very hard for me because mm -hmm. it is new and it's uncomfortable because you just don't know. I don't know. There's so many parts of running an event that go into it. So partnership helps because, you know, there's somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and mm -hmm. get advice and like put things onto them to, you know, handle. Split workload. Right, exactly. Yeah. I know, right? Because, yeah. you know, 16 hours a day is kind of tough. <laughs> it's a lot, but, yeah. But I was like, you know, I feel like it's best for me to be on my own in a lot of them. So I did decide to, uh, like rent, like just rent it without partnering with cities, partnering with facilities and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be doing um, Moms and Mimosas in the city of Surprise because I did oh, one wow. last year in the city of um, Mesa. So at Legacy okay. Park. So, okay, I guess there's just so much. There's so many events, so it's hard to pick which I, one to I talk know, I'm, about. I know, I'm a part of a few of these. If yeah. I don't know about all of them. I think you're there for all of them. Am I? You're yeah. kind of stuck with me. Oh, wow. You need to sign up. Come on, Paul. Get it together, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mister, don't story. check his email. Was, no, that's a story. I know. Hey, hey. that's okay. That's okay. I, it wasn't me this you know, time. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's a story of my life. I hear it all the time. Yeah, yeah it's all good. It's okay. I we pick, still love you. I got to pick and choose, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we have Foodie Fest West, which is going to be on April 20th at Mark Coronado Park in Surprise. Mm -hmm. And then I have Moms and Mimosas at Mark Coronado Park as well in Surprise on mm -hmm. May 11th. And then on May 12th, we're doing Moms and Mimosas in the East Valley at Legacy Park, which is now... That's way out there. But it's yeah. a beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's Arizona Athletic Grounds. They just changed the name. Oh, I didn't know that. I know. They got bought out. Wow. Yeah. So another name change, but okay. hopefully all good things. Still uh, the same place and it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool facility and yeah. it's indoors, which is nice. Mm -hmm. I think that that helps a lot when it's hot outside, you know. Right. But, um, and then we have Margarita Madness at Mark Coronado Park. Margaritas. Oh, wow. Margaritas. Margaritas on yeah. um, November 9th. And yeah, just a lot of other things. Yeah. 
holiday markets and Candy Cane Lane again at the Peoria Sports Complex. That was so. a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was one of my favorite events. I know. I left my banner there. I'm sorry. About <laughs> I know. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate that. So ideas here. You know, we, uh, we in the salsa hot sauce industry, um, we yep. like to tag along and travel around and do some expos with hot sauce yeah. folks. Would you ever consider oh. doing something like that? Heck yeah. Okay, we'll have to talk about that yeah, offline. Because yeah. then, you know, partnership, I can throw some workload on you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kidding. I mean, yeah, definitely. You definitely. Got, some you hard can work figure out how to answer emails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good luck with that. No, nah, but I can get a hold of them. We're some hardworking, on some real, we're some hardworking people. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. yeah, that's I why he that. can't answer emails because he's too busy figuring all the other things out. That, that so yeah, a lot, that goes a, lot in. a lot goes in oh, behind the gosh. scenes. So I'll tell much you. goes into it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm a guy with a whole bunch of excuses, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, heard, and I heard them all, you know. So it's no, all I just good. had a new baby. No, no big deal. No big deal. No big yeah, deal. No big I deal. didn't know if you had announced that yet, so I wasn't going to mention it. No, I was already yeah. going to give you that out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, newborn babies. I mean, yeah, come newborn on. baby. Emails yeah. are far. Yeah, down emails. On the list. Just, I'm a list yeah. on that. You just got to yeah. call them in. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school. I'm, a, you know, <laughs> Bell Atlantic. <laughs> oh, I love that for you. Yeah, I don't. Who, who you said who? Who That's before you? you guys' time. You I was going to say, I wait. Was I was pretending to know who he yeah, was talking I was say, about because no, no, I wasn't. I don't okay, know. you I'm guys from Arizona. What was it? Bell, Southwestern Bell back in the day? Yes, so you're right. Okay, I know yeah, who exactly Bell you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. See how that works? Yep. Yeah, you guys remember those no, things no that used to be <laughs> on your wall that you would like dialed up like and punch numbers oh, in? Okay. Yeah. You remember that? No. Yeah. No? Yeah. No, when it was busy. Somebody on the audience knows what you're talking about. Anybody in the audience know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Next slide. Next up. Anyways, yeah. back back to the entrepreneur of the hour here. So you've got a lot lined up. You've, um, I have to say, the way that you run things, I know I, I've been impressed personally. So there's some things that I've seen, and I just want to let you know that there's things that I've noticed. Um, you know, vendors and business owners, they're running their own business, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of be able to manage and deal with them in a different way than than most people. So, and I've been impressed because. What I've seen is you know when to press, you know when to pull back, yeah. you know you know when to kind of get people back in line. To include myself, you know, I got a very funny story here where I kind of messed up, and I didn't know the rules, but apparently when you're doing an event, you're not supposed to back your truck into the parking lot over a curb, and what? if you do, you might have someone pop in your window and be like, hey, sir, <laughs> you can't do that. But bottom line is it doesn't yeah. matter who... If you're the people, you know, yeah. on this show or who it is, yeah. she's going to keep you in line, which is important. Yeah, you know, sure. And I think that's that just kind of um, goes to show the type of uh, entrepreneur that you are and business owner that you are. Thanks. So, I so did you uh, learn your lesson from that or? I just won't do it around her. Right. right. And, when, and, I, and, when I'm not there, when I'm looking away, you know. Yeah. You know, all the listeners out there, Marco drives this monster uh, pickup uh, truck, here we go. you know, run over minivans and all that good stuff. I didn't think it was an issue. I didn't see the curb. What? Okay, I saw it, but I didn't think it was an issue. It was like a speed bump. Right, right, right. <laughs> I've seen bigger speed bumps in Mexico. I was like, oh, we just drive right over this, you know? Anyways. It's okay. Yeah. People do it all the time. But the problem is, if the curb gets broke, then it's on Yeah, me. it's on you, and I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, yeah for that, sure. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. That's, that's why I try to always lead with they don't know. Like, yeah. vendors don't know what goes in behind the scenes. So I try to always approach a situation with kindness. Like, hey, let's not do that, you know? Yeah. And then if you do it again, I'm going to be like, yeah, Bruh. you know better. Bruh. Come yeah, on. We had this conversation. And now, now everyone knows that I know. So if I do it again, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line. It is line, okay. Yeah. It's all good. But it will happen. Yeah. I, I want to know, has Paul like broken rules or anything? He can't be perfect. No. Besides not answering no, emails. No, no, I don't. Dude, that's, <laughs> I, I, that's the only thing I no, do. No, I want to know the dirt now. You guys no, got some that history. that is the only thing. But the nice thing is, is that he always shows up. 
I mean, he, that's I just though. know that I can rely on his company to be there. And yeah. I think that that's like, to me, that means more than anything because yeah. no matter what's going on, you just had a new baby and you're like showing up, not you personally, but oh, you yeah, always no, make sure definitely. somebody's there and you communicate if you can't be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, at the end of the day, I don't even care that you don't reply to emails because you show up. <laughs> no, seriously, you show up. And that's, that's half the damn battle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely. I mean, I, I'm hoping one day I get better with emails. It's just so you many just of them. You hire somebody to do it. There is so many. I get probably 200 emails a day. And I did hire somebody to help me tackle those because, I mean, at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, but, you know, when your emails, like, that's, uh, you know, you got your generic emails. I do have several email addresses, by the way. Yeah. Like, there's certain people, certain emails I let the staff to, to handle. There's other yeah. ones that that business owners only can handle. Right, so, absolutely. Right. So, you know, that that that's a level of trust level. Yeah. You know, I mean, was it four years ago in election, we were all talking about emails, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. You got to mix it up. Yeah, have multiple. You can't have big red emails and personal emails, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel left out. (laughs) (laughs) She's all, wait, I only got one. I know, I only have one email, but I do have the phone number, so. Yeah, he answers that. If there's ever an issue, I hit you up and you'll get right back to me. Yeah, answer some of them, Marcos. But, you know, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. You you guys issue the dirt. The dirt is he shows up and he just doesn't answer emails. Yeah, Yeah. but but he shows up. And he always, I mean, really, he has always had my back. Yeah. Which I mean, it means a lot to me. Oh, seriously, it means Thank a lot. You, you guys you, have been so great to work with, and always have a positive attitude, and just I don't know. Yeah, they I do it right. True. They do it right. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I want to pop my collar a little bit. You should, you, you should. That's there a compliment go. right there. And I have to say also, you as well. I mean, being a new business, I told I you like that. you know your setup and everything, and the way that you handle yourself, and. Everything involved. You've been amazing. You've always answered emails. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but you do. You you have a great product, number one, and you always display it really well. The oh, display is everything. So yeah. I really think you're doing good. Doing good on social media, too. You always go the extra mile to post about where you are, all those things. So I think, you know, you both are really incredible business owners, which oh. is why you start this, right? Yes. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do appreciate that yeah. a lot because it's important. And he knows that because I drive him crazy and sometimes like bouncing ideas off. He's like, Marcos, yeah. it's all, all the time, <laughs> even when he's on vacation. <laughs> I was all the whole time in Puerto Rico. I was like, Paul, like calling him about. He's like, aren't you supposed to be on vacation? I, I wasn't I said, even going to call you. Team, no days off. Come on. No. I'm like, come on, dude. You, you're on vacation. You're on a beach with white sand. What are you doing calling me? <laughs> like, Seriously. come on, dude. Seriously. Fair enough. And, and then he was talking about business. I'm like, Marcos, you supposed to go there to de-stress. Like, what are you I doing? Know. I know. But the, the bottom line is this, that you, you surround yourself with greatness, and that's how you become better, which is one of the reasons we wanted you to come on, because I, yeah. I've seen greatness. I know Paul's seen greatness in you. And, Thanks. Uh, we definitely want to see, you know, the, whatever that next level is for you yeah. um, to achieve that, and the level after that as well. You know, yeah. for you and your family, you know, there's something I can only imagine um, – a lot of the different types of people that come in a bit. Some people aren't meant for business. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't meant. Some people aren't honest. Some people don't, you know, um, they're just not honest. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, so when, when you come across that, how do you manage that? Because, again, you're not dealing with employees. You're dealing with, like, we've talked about this. You're dealing with employees, but you're dealing with business owners. Mm-hmm. Like, they own their yeah. own LLC, their own, you know, brick and mortar, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. How do you deal with the ones that you find are not... Um, being I guess they don't have a whole lot of integrity how do you manage that um to be honest with you I've had to cut ties with people before yeah you know I'm okay with having that open line of communication and be like hey this isn't working out you know there's Mm -hmm. certain things that happen throughout the market season where you know 
there's just so much. Like if you're not being kind to your vendor or to your fellow vendors next to you, that's a huge thing for me. Yeah. Um, I haven't really so much called people out on the honesty aspect of things. Yeah. Um, but I try to find ways to problem solve that because at the end of the day, I'm only getting paid and feeding my family based on the sales that people are reporting. Right. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that. Like they don't right. look at me as a small business. Yeah. And that's a big struggle that I've de dealt with over the years is that, right. you know, they think, oh, she's making all this money. I'm like, well, yeah, but I have a lot of bills that right. are associated with running a business and mouths just, to feed. Just like all of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to support you guys, but in return, right. I need to be supported. So at any point, if I right. feel like a small business that is at the market or at an event isn't supporting me in return, mm -hmm. what Whatever that looks like, if that's them not being kind to their fellow vendors and mm -hmm. being, you know, mean or disrespectful in the morning, which does happen, right. it changes the vibe of oh, the market. For sure. I've cut a lot of ties this year with that because right. it matters to me that when you show up and you're happy to be there, that somebody's not, you know, coming at you negatively, like move your car or whatever, because right. there's a lot of things that happen in the morning when people are in a bad mood. Obviously, right. it happens and we talk about it, but if it continues to happen, I cut ties. Right. And I'm okay with that. So basically you're saying that when someone's car is in the way, keep it to yourself. That's what I do. Yeah. There's a lot of times I'm cussing people out in my head. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you blocking the whole way of the mm -hmm. market with your car? You know what the best thing to do is that I always tell people, I say, get out and help. Yeah. Get out and help. Maybe somebody has had a rough day, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. They're, they're late. Their alarm didn't go off. Their kid's sick at home. You just don't know what somebody else is going through. Right. If they're in the middle of the market trying to unload their car, right. while, yes, I understand that it is frustrating because, I mean, I see it all the time, mm -hmm. I always just run over and help them unload it. Right. Like, help them out. Or say, hey, can you move? Or call me. I got it. Right. <laughs> or, or, which I did before Puerto Rico, was you, you like pull up and you're about to unload, but before you get out or right when you get out, you ask the people, hey, is it okay if I just unload really quick? I, I, you know, am I distracting anything? Am I ruining anything? And as long as they give you the okay, I feel like it's okay, right? Yeah, like, Hey, just let me just check in with the people around me. Is it okay if I leave my truck here? I'm yeah. just going to unload or I'm going to leave. Yeah. Well, you know, if you have a monster truck, you have usually like <laughs> here we go. 15 cars <laughs> behind wrong, you. You know, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, new guy with the monster truck. Uh, that has curbs. Yeah, have a huge line like behind him. Okay, I, you're right. Blocking the traffic. Do it I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I gotta give him a hard time about emails and you a hard time about curbs. Okay, well, he gives me a hard time about uh, what is it the the Hyundai Odysseys or what do you? you said not no, run I didn't the say that. I, did, I just said don't run over the minivans. Apparently, I, said, I almost ran him off the road once upon a time, but I did not. It's to make a made up story. No, in Marcos his head. have a problem with minivans. That's, that's, Here we go. Look, this time. Look, I have, a, I, have a huge, I have a huge family. I got four kids. I got to work. I mean, and I love all of you. Like, why would I? I know, do that? but I'm just letting you know. If you see a Honda Odyssey on the road, don't run it over, please. You can do the Dodge <laughs> Caravans and the, the Toyota, whatever. <laughs> Just, just go the, the Honda Odysseys. I don't okay. care what hey, color. I had a caravan at one point. Okay. Me too. I respect yeah. the caravan. But I didn't know Marcos then. So he ran real. over minivans then. No, I didn't. Okay. Well, I <laughs> You're never going to live it down. No, I won't. No, never it's no. an everyday conversation, actually. <laughs> Every Love day on the you. way to work. Yeah. On the, yeah, they call him on the way to work. He's like, you run over minivans. No. I'm oh, doing my civil on. duties to the okay. society. One day, stopping I hope you for you, it minivans. doesn't happen, but you're going to get in an accident with a minivan. And if it's a Honda, I'm never going to hear the end of it. I'm never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, please don't bother Anyways, okay. So I love all of this for you. Um, so 2024, we talked about, you know, what, what you're going to do this year. And you've got a lot lined up. But in five years, 10 years, where is this going to go? 
That's a loaded question. It is, absolutely, yeah. and I want to know. I am along for the ride for sure, mm -hmm. and I want to slowly grow my business because I don't want to overwhelm myself and then end up in a place where mm -hmm. it just capsizes. You know what I mean? Right. So it's a slow, gradual thing. This year, I'm doing more festivals, so I've almost doubled the amount of festivals that I did last year. So that slow progression is what I'm trying to accomplish. And then mm -hmm. once, you know, like the moms of mimosas, you know, doing it every year, it'll become a well-oiled machine, which will be easier to then hire people mm -hmm. to do what I do. You know what I mean? And right. run and manage those events. And hopefully, I mean, I want to retire early. That's of kind of my goal. Yeah. Like, that's well, that sounds what I, good. Yeah, that's my goal. But PSLFAZ is, you know, obviously Arizona based, but mm -hmm. I would love to do multi-states yeah is that where we're going that is kind of Ooh. that's okay I mean, that's love that, that would be awesome Travel. and then like the little squeeze for the lemonade business it's little squeeze az it could be a little squeeze something else like you know what i mean yeah so to travel with it is kind of a goal or there's arizona iced tea little squeeze little squeeze az going nationwide yeah that's true there's just oh, yeah. so many options there's so many there. options absolutely yeah. And I'm surprised at how well their business has grown. Um, you know, they do exceptionally well. And just for everybody that doesn't know, the Little Squeeze is a lemonade business that I created for my kids. So any event that I host, I have them selling lemonade in little pouches. It's really awesome. They do a great job. They're delicious, by the way. <laughs> we have like 12 different flavors. Yeah. And all of the money that we make on that business goes into an account for my girls. So that way when they go to college or need cars or whatever they want to do in their life, um, they can accomplish that by working, though. They have to work at the booth in order to get the money. So, Wow. Yeah. I have that same arrangement with my son. Yeah. Like, yeah, I pay him as long as he works at our booth. Yeah. You know, the company business. And if he doesn't work, he doesn't get paid. So yeah. I, I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. Yeah. And they, I mean, my older daughter doesn't love it as much, but my middle daughter's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this forever. <laughs> and you can, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, she can because she's very good with money. So, like, she saved all of her tips for two years and decided to go buy herself a horse. Wow. Because like I let them keep their tips from all wait, of the events. Wait, wait, wait. Like a real oh, horse? Like, like, like a horse horse, Like a yeah. Mr. Ed type horse? No, like a, like a whole ass horse. Okay. Oh, wow. Like a whole ass horse. Okay. Yes. So yeah. do they have, like, a stable and everything? Who manages the horse? <laughs> okay, you don't <laughs> well, got to go into detail, well, but I'm just like, wow. We, we, um, we store it at a friend's house okay. that's right up the road. So she goes oh, and does perfect. whatever she wants with it, but she has to feed the horse. Mm -hmm. You know, she has to pay for feed and shoeing and all that stuff. So it's awesome. But it wow. teaches her that responsibility. And she loves it. She thrives on it. Like, she really enjoys doing it. My other daughter, I don't know, but... No. You know what, though? I, and I have to say, same for you, same for you, and then for, for the kids, the salsa soldiers of Alosa Mayas. I love it. They're, lo they're learning so much right now, yeah. just in business and talking to people, dealing with, you know, denial or rejection. Because yeah. you may ask, hey, do you want to try lemonade? Do you want to try salsa or hot sauce? And people are going to say no, or how mm -hmm. are they going to respond? Yeah. For a child, it can be hard to deal with the no response, however it's delivered. So yeah. that alone, dealing with money and understanding all mm -hmm. that, I mean, you should be proud of yourself. Thanks. You guys, too. Yeah, yeah it's hard. Yeah. And the highs and lows of owning a business. And, you know, sometimes you walk away and you don't make any money. and But you have to still then get up the next week and right. work hard and, you know, hope for better. And sometimes there's a lot of loss wow. that goes in that, but we saved up for a horse. Wow, <laughs> he's still stuck on the horse. I mean, like wow, like <laughs> I feel like you want to go ride the horse. I, I, he I, wants I, to ride the I'm horse. I'm stuck. You know, yeah. my daughter uh, saved up her money and she wanted to get this limited edition Stanley cups. Oh. And I was like, I don't understand that. And I've just learned the whole thing about the Stanley cups. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I mean, it was the Stanley cups she wanted was like limited edition, like two hundred or three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. Now you're talking about a horse. I'm like. 
well, my problems are easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, but you know what? She bought it with all of her tip money. She saved it for years and then was mm-hmm. like, hey, I want a horse. That wow. is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to tell my daughter that story about this horse. You can get a horse <laughs> if you want to, but this is how. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, forget that Stanley Cup. Yeah. You like, could have a horse. Yeah, get a horse. Forget a, a <laughs> cup. Who wants a cup? I don't understand. I mean, a you lot got... of people, and I don't get it, but a lot of people. So you, you know about the whole Stanley oh craze? Yeah, oh. but I, I'm not in on that. I'm not. No? A, I don't need a Stanley. I'm not good. Marcus, I know you have a Stanley. I don't got a. St- I don't even know what you're talking about. You, a Stanley Cup? No, it's a, it's a cup. It's a whole crazy about these things. People going mm-hmm. to get them targets. Oh yeah, I know exactly. They're what like killing about people yep, over there. You're it. right. Yeah. Okay. My yeah. gosh, they're going insane. They're waiting outside of Target for hours and hours and hours. Isn't that wild? But you know what? I'd rather people do that than some of the other things people do. I would much rather somebody sit outside of Target and get so much happiness out of getting a cup than going to do some other things that that happen in so the world. So you do you, boo. But, but before I'm going to save my money. <laughs> before we move on, let's talk about the, the power behind marketing. The power behind, like, how did that Stanley Cup become so, um, such, I guess, a prized possession in this world? So I read about this and I thought it was a really cool story. You know, Stanley Cup has been around for a long time and Mm -hmm. they were marketing towards men, you Mm -hmm. know, working men and, you know, construction and all Mm -hmm. that stuff because they need to keep their um, drinks cold and they diverted their marketing towards women and it blew up. I mean, they've been around forever. They're they're like um, original Stanley Cup was ugly as heck. It was like geared towards men. Men don't give a crap. You know what I mean? As long as it keeps the drink cold. But they changed everything. They changed their design. They changed, you know, the audience in which they were marketing to. And their company just, I mean, it blew up overnight. It's insane. So, you know, I read a story about it, how you never know. You could have something that is just the best product in the world, but you're marketing to the wrong audience. Love that. You know what I mean? Yep. You got to, like, try to like change it up a little bit and see what works best for you. That's why I tell people all the time. I say, go to all the markets, Mm -hmm. go to all the markets and see what market is best for your product. Cause Mm -hmm. every market is going to be different. The demographic, the location, what works best for you. You need to figure that out in the first year of business, hundred percent before you like plant your roots in one place. I would agree. And that was, I'm glad you took us there. Cause that's exactly where I wanted to go with that topic is how important it is to diversify your marketing and your products to find out who your true audience is. Yeah. No, and um, about that, like a lot of new companies come out there, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they want to blame the market for. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the first thing you want to do, right? It's your yeah. fault, <laughs> yeah. Like it's your fault. Yeah. Like the farmers market. Oh, it's this is. I'm like, you know, it's busy. I had a great day. It's yeah. just about. Yep. How you and you know everybody have a great idea. Everybody has an idea, right? But when you when you bring it out to bring it to the market, is it right. such a good idea? Like that. That's the thing you got to pay attention to. And right. sometimes you know. If you go visit your local farmer's market before you get in business, like talk to the, the market manager, talk to them and, and, right. and see if it's, you know, your friends and family tell you it's a great idea. doesn't mean it is. Yeah. Right. No. Well, and who's selling it for you? Right. It's the no, biggest that means a lot. problem I see. Mm-hmm. Don't hire somebody, your friend, that's going to sit in the back of their booth on their phone the whole time. Texting. Texting. I don't even take seats out. I don't mm-hmm. even give people I know. seats. Same. Nobody has seats. Yeah. If you're not standing, you're not selling. Because a lot of times when, you know, people start out, they are there personally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the owner of the company is there selling and they're doing great. And then they're like, let's expand. And then they go, they take themselves and go to another market and put, you know, a $15 an hour employee, right. a kid half the time in their booth at, at Park West or wherever. Mm-hmm. And their sales drop. Right. And they're like, oh, is the market slow? And you're like... No, like nobody sells your product like the owner, the person right. that's making it. And we've talked about that. Oh, we yes. talk about that every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. 
People <laughs> want to buy from you. Oh, they yeah. want to buy because they want to support you and they like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right. They buy from the, the vendor, not mm -hmm. necessarily the product. A lot of time it's the relationship that people create. The delivery. A hundred percent. I mean, or another thing I found is if the employee doesn't have your passion and, and they, they, they didn't buy into your, your, your dream, mm -hmm. you know, they're like fighting against each other. You know, two right. two can't walk together unless they agree, right? So, yeah. and a lot of times that's the big case. Like, uh, yeah, it's always it's always funny. Like we always we always have like you know great salespeople. Then we always have that one or two that's off, right? You know, you might have four uh, markets that's great, people doing good. Then you have this one person that's a little off. Like even though you train them, you show them all the different things, they don't have a chair in their booth, and it yeah. doesn't matter. It's like right. if you don't believe in the product. That's yeah. why you always got to get like-minded individuals. Like yeah. sometimes your customer, you hire your customer as an employee, that people that love your product, it means a lot. Yeah. It, it, it's a better That's very true. Fit. So yeah. that's what I found in business. Rather than friends and family. Because oh, yeah. sometimes they take advantage. Yeah. But a customer, they're going to be like, we'll work for Salsa or we'll work for, right. <laughs> for Hot Sauce. You know, yeah. it trades yeah. these, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're in love with it. You know, it's funny. Everybody think everyone in Big Red's booth is family. Yeah. I like people think that though, but it's not always the case. You you guys do run a tight knit shop, like mm -hmm. for, for you know I've I've gone out of state with you, I've done things in state with you guys, and you guys you guys run a tight ship, and I, I've been impressed too. And so like as I'm working with the salsa soldiers, you know we we try <laughs> to emulate some of the things that Big Reds does. You know we have a different product, so you guys should be proud. You know. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, awesome. I don't. Yeah, it's quiet after that, but yeah. There's there's a reason you're still around though. Oh, yeah. You guys have been around for a long time. You're one of the OGs. You know what I mean? So you're obviously doing something right. Same time I became OG, right? Yes. <laughs> the grades and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wasn't going to say nothing. I wasn't going to mention all that. <laughs> yeah. but no, I just shaved the beard are. to get rid of some of those grades, but, you know, here we go. I'm seasoned, salt and pepper. Yes. You know, speaking of, like, the OGs and the newer people, like, I'm one of the newer people. He's one of the OGs. Yeah. You're, you're obviously, you're trying to grow, too, and you're trying to find different vendors and business owners that are going to be right for you because you yeah. got to find the right people. Right. How do you determine who's the right person? Because um, I know that's got to be, there's probably a lot of people that are knocking at your door. Mm -hmm. And um, how do you decide who gets to come and who gets who has to go? Yeah. Well, we already talked about the going. Who, do you, who gets to come? <laughs> well, um, to be honest with you, I mean, it's all case by case, you know, situation, but mm -hmm. I always look for somebody that takes a lot of pride in their booth setup, mm -hmm. make sure that they display their product right. And if they don't, I always give advice and help them out to make sure that they're displaying it correctly because that matters and how your sales are going to be. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all about attitude for me. Yeah. It passion, really right? is. And it's the kindness. It's not even the passion. It's the kindness. Yeah. I want to work with people that are kind mm -hmm. because I think our world is so difficult for so many people and everybody has such a big struggle that they're coming up against every day. And the last thing they want to do is go to a market where they're passionate about what they're doing mm -hmm. and they're met with negativity and nastiness that they live with all day. Yeah. You know, what I know that's crazy, but no, I get told all. all of the time that at Park West from customers and vendors mm -hmm. that the vibe, it just feels so good to be there and yeah. people want to be there. And yeah. it creates like this relationship with the customer where they come back every week because they just love talking to the vendors and, you know, supporting them right. because the vibe is right. So I just, I don't know. That's my biggest 
thing. So quality, quality and delivery 100%. and personality yeah. and, and product. product. We want to make course, sure your yeah. product does well. I don't want to approve somebody that because they're nice and they're selling, you know, something that's not going to make them any money. I don't want to do that to them either. Right. And I give honest feedback. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a straight shooter. So. Well, I've seen it. I, yeah. <laughs> I've taken shots and yeah. I've gotten compliments. I got them both. So I, I get it. <laughs> Toxic trait. Yeah. Just kidding. You know, <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I think that's really important, you know, to yeah. be able to differentiate, you know, the, the right people for your setup. And, and again, like I said, you've done a great job. Thanks. Um, and I think that, you know, the sky's the limit for you. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, a lot of different opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's a great thing, like, when you have a great uh, established market. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's like one of those people, like, uh, Peyton One's a great market. Like, that's why I always tell a lot of people, a lot of new businesses, like, go check out the market. Go see what's people's do, what, what people that at their best, that the best markets, and go check it out and, and see how they run their business and, and, and give yourself an ideal of what a farmer's market, how it's supposed to run and people on time. Go before even uh, the market starts. So you can see what goes into the whole uh, being an entrepreneur thing. Yeah. So I would tell people, don't, don't wait till the market opens. Right. Go there early. Go talk to the, the market coordinator and see, and see, see, what, see what it is. So yeah. that's, that's the advice I always tell people. Because setup is everything. Like, is. everything that I do start to finish, it makes the process seamless for people. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of compliments on that. And, like, I want to get to know everybody and everybody's story. So I stop and I talk to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people go, you're the first market I've ever been to that they actually come up and talk to me. I'm like, that's sad. That's yeah. sad because yeah. they're supporting me. You guys are supporting me and my dream. Right. You know, we're we're in this together. And that's my that was always my business model when I started was I want to create a scenario where it's a win-win-win. A win for you, a win for me, and a win for the customer. I want everybody to win. Right. And if they're not winning, I don't want to win. Right. I don't want to step on you to get where I want to go. I want to bring you with me. Right. And so creating that relationship with people is so important because they're going to want to be there. And I've seen that a lot this year. Like I've had people, so many people that were part-time with me just be like, can we be full-time? Cause we just love being here. We want to be here. And that's exactly what I want. Yeah. That's so. awesome. I, I didn't know that part-time was an option for you. Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> well, like if somebody wants to be there first and third Saturdays yeah. or second and fourth, like we've worked with so many different schedules, but yeah. a lot of people are like, I want to be there all the time. Yeah. And you, I'm here for it. It is a good one. I mean, that's look at bottom line is <laughs> on a normal Saturday, you will probably find me at park West chilling with Peyton. Um, Running over curbs. <laughs> no, not anymore. But no, honestly, like even when you look at uh, farmers markets, right? Every year there's a new farmers market mm -hmm. started. There is. Yeah, yeah, that's why I tell people. You mm -hmm. know, you, uh, you always have these different conversations. You hear people like, oh, "I'm gonna start a market." I'm like, "But well, one thing you don't understand, it, to have a market, to go to to uh, to get your first season out the way, mm -hmm. and then your second, and then go on your second season of the farmers market in two years." Like, that's a huge, huge compliment. People have no idea how many farmer's markets come and go. Since I've, I've been in this industry for 12 years, yeah, I can't count on both my fingers how many markets failed oh, yeah. after the first year. So even to go second year, people don't understand how, how big an accomplishment that is. It's like, so my hat's off to you because the, the, the job to go into running a farmer's market, it's not an easy task at all. Mm -hmm. Thanks. It's probably one of the toughest, even tougher than some of our industries. So... Yeah, I would agree with that. Not that it's tougher at all. It's just yeah. a different struggle. For me, my biggest thing is that I care. I really care. I want you to win. Mm -hmm. I want you to succeed. And I feel like a lot of times people, like, they beat me up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
if the market is slow on a day or even if it rains, people get like angry and they <laughs> Wait, yell at me. You made it rain? I know. I made why it rain. Would you, why would you? <laughs> Just kidding. Why, why don't you no, cut like, it off? It's yeah. insane. It's insane. I I deal with a lot of nastiness, but yeah. I also try to humanize people in those moments. And that's where I feel like my greatest strength is, mm -hmm. is kind of diffusing situations where people are really upset. And there's various reasons why they're upset or they're just having a really bad day. Right. You know, I've I've had people come at me yelling and I just go, are you okay? And like, they just cry. Right. People are struggling. But, you know, I think that's the hardest thing for me because I, I absorb all of that. Because yeah. I really care. I like. I'm an empath. So right. if you're having a bad day, I'm having a bad day. Right. And, we, and I don't want that. that. No. Because yeah. we all got to have a good day. Right. That's yeah. why I try to like, yeah. you know, bring that energy at the market. But, you know, that's that's the struggle with running it. There's so many different fires that are going on during the market that need to be solved, like cars parked overnight. You know, that's that is. <laughs> that's like one of the biggest problems. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really is. Randomly, U hauls, you know, why not? Oh my but, God. Or people locking their keys in their car. That happened last time, oh right in the no. middle. I've seen it. Love that for us. Jeez, was it yeah. you? No. Okay, I'm just checking. I don't yeah. know. I'm an OG, man. <laughs> Come yeah, on, man. You know, okay. It's not new here. It's not yeah. new. Yeah, it's not yeah. our first rodeo. Got it. Okay, <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Okay. I know what to do when people do that, too. What? You know, you, you hold up. Oh, I want to hear this. Yeah, Tell you just, you just take, you just take yeah. a jack and get a four way, uh, two uh, four wheel dollies and. Jack each car, we'll okay. push the car right out the way <laughs> and start the market. That's, that's some Philly stuff right there, right? You're like, no, do we have I've any seen skateboards it. around here? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marcos, I, I seen it done. Yeah, I've, I look, I believe I'm the market must go on. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. They got to get their big red sauce. <laughs> yeah, they got to get that hot fair sauce, enough. right? They're my spot. Got to get them yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Enough. No, but you you touched on something. And I, we kind of glossed over it, but I think it's important because I, I personally hearing, you know, you're you're um, a family, you know, very family oriented. You've got your your own family of your own and you're trying to grow something for not just yourself, but for them. Mm -hmm. um, and you talked about, you know, maybe some other businesses that maybe aren't you know, following certain rules, which impact you negatively as a business owner. And I think it's important that, you know, we share the message that, you know, it, it really is important if you partner with not just you, but any. Mm -hmm. um, marketing, you know, manager or, or marketing owner, you know, someone that runs events that they're honest in the, the money that they make. If that's the arrangement that's agreed upon, yeah. I think it's important that, you know, people understand that that's how you feed your family, Yeah, you know, and that's how your family grows too, you know, mm -hmm. just the same way that that's their business is how they grow theirs, yeah. you know? So I, I really want to kind of emphasize that and highlight that, that, you know, message to the audience. If you're a business owner, be honest with the people that you partner with. Yeah. Um, because that's how we all grow. Yeah. I think Catino said this well last time. So Jacob, he mentioned, you know, when there's a rising tide, all the ships around rise with the rising tide. Yeah. And so that's how we all rise. Absolutely. So. And I spend a lot of the money that I make on advertising. That's probably my which business. Which helps all of us. Oh, yeah. It's my business. Biggest expense yeah. is um, advertising. So I take a lot of what I make from the market and put it back into the market to ensure its success. There's so much that goes into it um, financially. So... It does really make a difference. And I, mm -hmm. I put a lot out there and make sure everybody knows that too. You know, everybody mm -hmm. knows how much I spent. Like, I'm constantly talking about it so people know that they're not just a number to me. Right. You know, I care about your success and you're going to be successful based on what I'm doing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And I take that very seriously. I'm not there just to collect your fees and walk away. You know, I want to make sure you're feeding your babies oh, yeah. and you're able to pay your bills. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. we're a partner. And. Right. That's, I feel like a lot of people don't see it that way. And that's, and the that's okay. And that's okay. Mm. I mean, well, but then you're not going to be there anymore, but that's okay. Right, you know yeah, what I mean? Fair. I draw boundaries. Yeah. 
Well, Mark, we'll be a little bit more clear what you're talking about, you know, like cause most most people don't know what you're talking about. The most farmers markets, they they work on the honor system. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you pay a yeah, certain clarify. percentage, so I'm just like, yeah, yeah let, let the audience know what you're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, you pay a certain percentage and you got to pay, we're not going to go in detail how much we have to pay percent right, for the right. market. But if you do and you're working on the honor system, pay right. what you owe. Like, cause it, right. If, if you're complaining about the market, it's no good and slow, this and that, but, but you don't want to pay, be, be honest about what you're, you're making, you pay your percentage. Right. Well, what do you think the budget come for marketing? Yeah, exactly. And that, that's the thing Mark was trying to say. Yeah. So we, right. we just clarified it and uh, yeah, everybody pay what you owe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just be honest, you know? Correct. Because the marketing that goes involved brings the audience that comes to buy your product. It's it's a partnership. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's definitely a partnership, right. and that's how that that's exactly how it works. Cause right. The farmers markets is like, it's something really like kind hearted and all these things mm-hmm. about the farmers market. It's not like the grocery store. It's a feeling like you know yeah. the neighbor, you know the vendor you're buying for this product. The business you know, owner, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it brings it back to the olden days how people used to interact with people and communicate mm-hmm. with each individual uh, brand or product that we have. And that's a, that's a great thing about our community is a farmer's market. You know, you get you, you get the, the best side of people. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's the beauty in it. Yeah, and this is a little bit, because you go to like a, like a Sprouts, the, the farmer's market store, which is a great store. I'm not, no shade of Sprouts, you know, or any of them. Um, but when you go to an actual farmer's market, you get to meet the face behind the brand and talk to the mm-hmm. face. Like, what was their passion in creating whatever the product, the lemonade, the hot sauce, the salsa, yeah. The cinnamon rolls, you know, whatever their their wood art, whatever it is, why did they do that? They get to tell you a story mm-hmm. that you would never get. Yeah, and there's a lot of stories. St- a lot. A lot. There are so many beautiful stories. Right. I mean that, and things that people have had to overcome to be where they are. It's it's actually really amazing to listen to people and talk to them about what got them where they are now, mm-hmm. and you learn so much about. I mean, humans. I mean, really, I really humanize people in a different way now because you see what they've come up against and how they've been able to overcome all of those obstacles to get where they are. And I love being a part of that story. That's what I mean. You know, like, I just like being a part of that. You're you're the mother of small business. I just 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 titled you that. Mama Mama Peyton. That's right. (laughs) There we go. That got weird. (laughs) Hey, I didn't want to say nothing. I'm an outsider. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm just saying. The third wheel. <laughs> I'm the third wheel. Yeah. No, but I think I think all of this is it's a beautiful story, and I think you're laying the foundation for um, again your family, but also other people that are aspiring to figure out where do I go from here. You know, or, you know, because there's a lot of people that are working their nine to fives. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are, they're not happy about it. They're doing um, you know a nine eight hour day, ten hour shift, whatever, and they're unhappy. You're doing thirty six hour shifts, twelve hour shifts, sixteen hour shifts, whatever. But you love it. Yeah. And so the contrast behind that is the passion and, you know, all the things that you talked about that fuel you. So to those people that are listening that maybe haven't taken that step forward to be an entrepreneur, to find their passion, what would you say to that person that that's like, how do I how do I become get that passion that Peyton has? How do I um, work 12 hours, 16 hours for myself? Get uncomfortable. I, I mean, love that. really. I love that. I tell people yeah. that all the time. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough to make that leap, you know, but do it because yeah. you could die tomorrow. I always, this is yeah. my biggest thing. If you woke up tomorrow and you were 90 years old in your deathbed, would you be happy if your life was as it is right now? Would mm-hmm. you be happy with how you lived your life? Right. And if the answer is no, you need to make a move. Make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think a lot of people are stuck in that because it's scary making a, a different choice in life or moving from where you're at. Right. But it's necessity and growth. It just, you have to continue to grow as a person. And I'm, I mean, I'm growing every day. There's lessons I learn all the time and they're uncomfortable. Right. But you just have to make that move. No losses, and, just lessons. That's yes. right. <laughs> and sometimes you fail. But that's yeah. okay. That's yeah. a part of learning and growing as a person. And right. like being the best version of yourself, you grow a lot in those situations mm -hmm. where you have to be uncomfortable and you make mistakes. Right. I've had a lot of events that have failed and I'm good with that. I learned so much in my failures, but I take it and I grow from it instead of letting it destroy me. If I let mm -hmm. it destroy me, I would not be here right now. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. That's Crush right. That's Crushing it. Yeah. It's the mother of small business. The mother of small, <laughs> mother of small business. business. I'm going to get a shirt made. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. So since, uh, you know, we got to this point, this is perfect time to ask, what, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? My kids. Always, right? The kids, I do it for them. I mean, I want them to have me around more too. So I'm home all day working, you know what I mean? Except for on weekends and I bring them along with me to be able to learn and grow with me. But I mean, it really is, it's for my kiddos and, and for everybody else involved in the events, you know? Wow. I don't know. I do it for everybody else. I love those wives. <laughs> but I love, I, I love it for me. I love how, you, like when you asked, she didn't, like she already knew. It didn't, she didn't skip a beat. She didn't think about <laughs> it. She knew right away yeah. exactly what she it was She didn't about. hesitate, yeah. not at all. No. Not one no. bit. No. Well, I wow, gotta know was, my purpose. That was the fastest why we ever had on the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Usually we think like, uh, we're scratching yeah, our wait, head. Why do I do? No. Like, why do I do what I do? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, you knew that. Oh, I know why I do it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So okay. only that's what keeps me going though, because I have tough days. I have tough days where I question if you know if I should keep going or you know am I doing the right thing or is it worth it? Those kind of things. But I mean my kids really do motivate me to continue doing what I'm doing because my hope is that I can pass this down to them. And they love the markets. And by the way, all your kids look like you. Every single last one Thank of them. you. Every single Nobody last... Nobody ever says that? <laughs> every single last one of them. I mean, it's they like, do. And they, they all... I mean, they, I mean, they're just wonderful kids. They have great personalities and everything. They're, they're just funny. I enjoy them. So. You know what's awesome? My middle daughter, she was an introvert, like, through and through. Mm -hmm. When I started this business... I kind of pushed her to start talking to people and, you know, like with the lemonade, she has to talk to people, interact with them. She is so funny now. She has such a personality and she loves talking to people. And that's a, that's huge. Like it, she could have stayed an introvert her whole life until she got pushed to like, you know, learn how to talk to people. Road. Discomfort. No, but yes, absolutely. They're all little Peytons. Like you always <laughs> see them always <laughs> working. I mean, they're never sitting around doing nothing. They're not playing. They're not they're always working. Like, like, hey, stop driving on the curbs. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think one Don't of them got on me about my sign. You know, the sign she put in place, whatever. She got on me about the sign. I was like, that, that was I thought it was awesome. But, you know, I was like, wow. I mean, they're always busy. They're moving fast, they too. Are. I'm like, yeah. wow. I wonder how fast they go through shoes. Like, oh, like that, that. you don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, I got a clue, you know, four kids. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. That's yeah, true. I got a clue. Well, they can buy horses. They can buy shoes. I know. know. That's true. That's true. I should start making them buy their own shoes. Horseshoes, that is. Oh, my God. No. They buy those, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 So this, this is awesome. Uh, so, all right. So since you knew your why, I thought you were going to, like, wait and hesitate, you know, but mm -mm. she knew. All right. So what would you tell a 60-year-old Peyton after it's all said and done, 
you accomplished, you you went on the road, you did your shows. Like, what would you tell a 60-year-old you? Like, when you retire and all yeah. that good stuff. Like To enjoy the rest of my life. I mean, really, to sit down and enjoy it. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing, is because I want to be able to sit down at 60 and, and like, relax. You know what I mean? Like, really mm-hmm. enjoy, the reap the benefits of what I did. Wow. See, I got another why out of you. See how I did that? Yeah, I see what you did That's there. True. Okay. That's true. That was slick. That was slick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's been an awesome show. I mean, we've been to join you. It's, uh, you've been a pleasure in the show, and it's uh, a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, and it's, it's just uh, hats off to you, all the all the success you have, and keep going. I mean, look, she said she'd been doing this market for three years. You guys have no idea how to keep a farmer's market open for three years. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah. And I still keep, don't. I still don't. But I've been. I, I'm gonna I'm stress this. Like seriously, I've been in this industry for a long time. Yeah. And I, a lot of people ask me to join their markets every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. And tell you the truth, uh, we pick and choose which market we, we, that we go to. Right. And, you know, like when when she asked me to do the market, it was no question. Like, okay, you know, we're we're gonna do this market. She's she's a, uh, like I said, a uh, people's people. And that means a lot for for another business because it's right. just like we're not only we're going to support you, you know that we love to support you, but I know you're going to work hard for us, and yeah. we're going to work hard for you, and it's going to be a great relationship. And you know that's why it was no problem. The answer is yes. We're doing your market. Yeah. I, I tell you, Marcos, I, my emails are full with how many people ask me to go do markets. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm just I'm just, I'm just telling kidding. you <laughs> the, the list is long. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not exaggerating. That means a lot though. Yeah. It really does. And it's uh. Like, I'm telling you, like, there's a lot of hard work goes in the markets. Yeah. For them to be successful. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, it is. It's it's often a thankless job, I feel like. But I do have such an amazing crew behind me that, like, appreciates what I do and sees it. Like, you know, you've complimented me multiple times about how I go about running the market. You, too. And that means so much to me because I do put a lot of effort into the little details. And knowing that they're noticed is, like, huge. It's mm-hmm. huge. It motivates me to keep going. So I appreciate you. And you know I have your back. You know, oh, yeah. like definitely. That's the biggest part. You know that I've got your back. I've got your back. You're a part of the family. That's I try to really emphasize family dynamic. Welcome to the family. You La know what familia. I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Yeah. What Margo said. <laughs> yeah, this was this has been a great episode. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming along. And again, you know, as you grow and as you evolve, we definitely want to, you know, probably bring you back and see, you know, where you've been and what else you've accomplished. So, well, we'll put, you know, uh, what is it? Hot sauce. Hot sauce expo. We'll have to come up with a title or something. But we def that's that's on my to do list. It's happening. What's that? It's happening. (laughs) Oh yeah, we yeah. So we'll be back to talk about that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and the success of it. Yes. She doesn't know that uh, once she talked about an error, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. Oh no, I'm. I'm expecting it to happen. I'm going to be mad. Mar- Marco's happen. done talking. I'm just letting you know. If you, if you know Marco's, Marco's done talking. Yeah. It's done. I drive. He I got drive a contract ready, ready to go yeah. after the show. I drive Paul crazy. I love it. <laughs> I love this relationship yeah. here. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Next, you know, like, I found a spot. That's what he would watch. Be like, Paul, hey, we got we got a tour in 20 minutes. Where you at? <laughs> Let's see. I'm quick. I'd be like, I'll be right there. Yeah. I love yeah. that. See? Yeah. That's you just got to do it. Okay. You just have to. If you wait too long, you start to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Just got to do it. No, we got time for talking ourselves. No, out yeah. no. We so just do salsa it and, and hot sauce festival coming to you guys. <laughs> That's right. In Arizona. 2024, yeah. 2025. That's what I mean. Why not both? <laughs>
I mean, yeah, whenever <laughs> right? we start, it's going to be annual. That's sure. very true. Yeah. yeah. So more You're to come on that. Yeah. yeah. To be continued. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah. Peyton, thank you for attending yes. and blessing us with your presence and educating the audience about, you know, what it means to not just be a business owner, but manage a lot of other small businesses for their own success. Yeah. And be, even though they may not see that. Um, so thank you for coming on. Yeah. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Of course. I had a great time. So. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. See y'all next time. <laughs>